Nicolina, have you ever thought that you had a sixth sense? Um, yes, but only about very, very specific things. And usually after they happen, like when I had a feeling my boyfriend cheated on me and eight months after I was like, I think this guy cheated on me and I was like, right about it. But I'm not sure that benefited me or if it like it would have been better if I had known beforehand or like sooner <laughs> and not wasted eight months of my life with that ding dong. So um, right. I'm not yeah. sure that's a sixth sense or well, just like female intuition. <laughs> fair enough. Good thing that we have someone with us that has a little bit more credibility than that on our show today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank Good thing for that. <laughs> so welcome back to Paranormal, everyone. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And tonight we have a very cool guest on the show. We've got Artie Hoffman here. He's a master level psychic, a comedian, and a spiritual advisor. He's been doing this for over three decades, and he's helped change the lives of thousands of people who have turned to him for answers and guidance. So a big welcome to Artie. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We're thrilled to have you. Um, and we've come prepared, like I said, with quite a few questions. So, I mean, we'll start easy to get things started and just ask you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, where you're from, and what exactly is a master level psychic comedian and spiritual advisor? What, what do they do? And how does one become a master level? I guess. <laughs> uh, it's called years of practice. Okay. Okay. Was that. If you're not born with it, then it's just years of practice. There's no shortcut to wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's just one experience after another, after another, after another. And um, so after doing this for 30, uh, yeah, 33 years now, um, yeah, you, you tend to be a little good at it. <laughs> um, I've read for over 33,000 people. Wow. You know, and so the thing it and that's literally um, the thing is, is that, you know, to be a good swimmer, you can read about it all you want, but until you get in the water and start doing it. So if you want to be great at something, mm -hmm. you have to be able to do it. You know, yeah. people talk a big talk all the time. But, you know, if you're not going to physically do something about it, then it is what it is. You know, there was a reason why it waited eight months for you to go through what you yeah. wanted to go. I wanted to actually jump in on you. Yeah, I, I could tell you were thinking there. <laughs> no, I was 17, thinking. by the way, just a little context. So 15 okay. years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, the thing is, is that, um, you know, it's about following your gut instincts. Your, 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 your soul knew from the get-go. Yeah. Your soul yeah. knew from the get-go. And so um, you have your ego and your soul. So your ego wanted to believe what it wanted to believe, but your soul is saying something's not right, something's not right, something's not right. So your ego kept on justifying why everything's okay. Mm -hmm. And so this was a lesson for you, young lady. Yeah, uh, In regards to follow your gut instincts when something doesn't feel right. 100%. So I just went through a breakup uh, literally uh, yesterday. Oh and my I feel gosh. And I feel great about it. I feel really good about it. That's great. Well, good for no, you. No, because, no, you know why? Because I spoke my mind. Mm -hmm. I spoke my truth. See, people will, see, people say they want to know the truth, but a lot of people don't want to know the truth. They want the truth to be what they want the truth to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily want to know the truth. No, so, for sure. 
So if you're going to ask for the truth, then, you know, sometimes when people ask me big questions, I tell them before I start looking at the cards, um, do you really want to know the answer to that question? I think we asked this later on, but that's good. Yeah, I, I think that that's well, an important thing. Well, I guess my intuitive is kicked in a little Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so. You know, my license plate says, I just know. I just want you That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, that was that was a, a big question is, are there times when you don't want to tell people, you, you get an intuitive sense that, you know, these people aren't going to be able to handle the truth? Like, can they handle the truth? Um, and, and if you hold back or it's, I guess you ask them, do you really want to know? Um, which is, I guess, important because there could be a breakdown there if they're not prepared. Yeah, because when I see them hyperventilating with certain questions or, you know, I mean, Right away, I mean, every reading is different, you know. Sure. Um, I get, you know, there's no prep work on what I do beforehand other than meditate a little bit mm -hmm. uh, before I do a reading. But as far as there's no protocol, it's like, all right, under these circumstances, this is what I say, and under those circumstances, I never do that. Everything is totally spontaneous, what's in the moment, what that person is meant to know. A lot of times they say, oh, well, I wanted to talk about this, and I wanted to talk about that. And what happens is that, I end up talking about a totally different topic that was meant for them to know. Right. And, and it makes me laugh. This, is, this was uh, something really, I found it humorous in a way, although the lady was really upset with her reading, but I found it very humorous. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Um, the lady was asking me, what do you see for me in my future? <laughs> I said, basically what you have now, that's about what your future is. It's like, it's pretty much so the same. Ooh. exactly the same and i don't see changes it's exactly the same wow and you know what so she goes well is there going to be a love of my life and i said to her and i already knew the answers and i said well do you go out at all no mm -hmm. do you go online no do you try to meet anybody no but is there anybody going to come to me in my future no <laughs> this Not reminds and, me of uh, so many of so, my friends yeah <laughs> yeah and so, and that's the way her entire reading went. So she doesn't go out of the house. She doesn't do anything. She's not married, doesn't have a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to go online. She so what do you see for me in my future? Um, a whole lot of nothing, to be honest with you. So what I did was I turned the reading into life coaching yeah. to give her thoughts and ideas to change the quality of her life. And she didn't like that. And she said to me, she goes, Art, I didn't ask for life coaching. I wanted to know what was in my future. I said, I told you what was in your future. You just didn't like the answer. Yeah. I said, I don't create it. I only see it. Right. You know, yeah. that's like saying that, that's what's really funny. It's like somebody like that says, Art, do you see me winning, winning the lottery? I said, well, do you gamble at all? Do you bet? No. I'm not, <laughs> then the answer is no. I don't see you winning the lottery. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, pretty what do you want pretty me to cut know? and dry there. Yeah. 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 But oh I do God. have to tell you a really interesting story that you're really going to love and appreciate. Okay. Yes. We're here for us. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Give us the juice. Yeah. So a lady, so I'm, I'm doing one of my parties. I call them arty parties. You know, when oh. people hire me to go to their house. Love it. Okay. And I read for their friends and family. So it's known as an arty party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm about to read for this one lady. She's in her sixties and she says, "Art, before you start saying anything, she goes, I just have to tell you, she goes, you read for me here at this house two years ago, she, you know, because the person had a party two years ago, which I don't even remember. <clears throat> and you told me that I need to start gambling, that I need to start playing the lottery or go to Atlantic City or Las Vegas because you saw me winning tens of thousands of dollars. And I told you that I'm not a gambler, that I never gamble. And I still don't gamble. 
She goes, well, six months after that reading was my birthday. And so I had my sons come over to celebrate my birthday. So one of my sons uh, gave me five $2 scratch-off birthday, $2 yeah. birthday scratch-off lotteries. Yeah. And she goes, the first scratch-off, I won $50,000. No. Party. <laughs> oh. I want that amazing. reading. Yeah, same. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but any case, again, I don't create it. I see it and I tell it, you know, did I get one penny from that? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had some royalty, some commission gosh. off that. I yeah. know. I know, really. You know? But I've, I've given people lots of winning situations with money and stuff, but it has to come to me naturally. I can't, you know, if somebody asks me, you know, about how to win money or whatever with investments yeah i can mm. tell people investments and and that are gonna win oh i should uh, ask you about mine right now <laughs> i just put in an offer on a cottage like an hour ago yeah oh really yeah so okay. we'll see trust. well <laughs> i don't know actually hopefully i i know you want that cottage but it's to your benefit that you don't get the cottage. I'm going to tell you why, because the market's going to crash. Okay. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you're saying we're probably not going to get the cottage. So it's just, um, what I'm saying is it's probably not to your advantage because, you, mm. you know, you have to, you didn't, you didn't go much above the asking price, did you? No, just like 12K. Um, yeah. Probably In Canadian not. dollars, Canadian dollars. <laughs> so it's yeah. not that high. <laughs> right, right. So, and so it's, let's just pray for a miracle. <laughs> but you want to know something? We're, in, you know, Mercury retrograde, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're one day away from exiting it right now. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. While you're a Mercury retrograde, you do not sign papers, <laughs> sign papers or buy a house or buy a car or start a new relationship. I know. And all that shit. Yeah, I during just Mercury retrograde. You did just buy a car. Oh no. <laughs> so you're gonna experience some problems. Yeah. And well, I don't we, wish it upon you. I'm just telling you that's the that's norm. Okay. And I know that. And I know that because I'm into astrology and I'm into all of that. And I I am well aware. So uh, you should know not to purchase or put in an offer and start something new during Mercury it, retrograde Nicolina. at all. I know. It's so close to being over. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but you're still in it. It's trying to build, it's like trying to build a house while an earthquake is happening. Yeah, shit. Well, maybe, maybe we won't get the offer accepted <laughs> now that we've had this talk. So, yeah. shit. Well, put it this way. I'll give you an example of what happened. One of, when, when I was married mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, uh, one, my wife's best friend, was all excited. You know, I walked into the office, she was working for my wife and uh, she says, Art, she goes, I'm so excited. She goes, I'm about to sign on my house. I'm buy buying a brand new, uh, well, not brand new, but I'm buying a house tomorrow. And I said, don't, I said, don't wait it out a week. I said, wait it out a week. You're going to have major problems with the house. She goes, no, don't say that. Why? I said, there's this thing called Mercury retrograde. And I explained to her about Mercury retrograde. I said, yeah. wait a week and sign it. Don't just don't sign it now. She said, no, we can't. We're going to do it. And you know, and I want, she was just too anxious. She just wanted, oh, no. she wanted, she wanted. So anyway. Me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so anyway, she signed and, and I said, all right, well, you know, cool. You know, best of luck to you. Mm -hmm. And then one month later, I walked into the office and she says, Art, I should have listened to you. I said, why? She goes, 
one week after one week after um, we bought the house, uh, there was a major crack in our built-in pool, and it cost us ten thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Right. To fix it, she goes, "I should have listened." Jeez, uh, that stuff is for real. It's not yeah, like just yeah. focus, focus. Yeah, we believe you. Like we believe. No, we it. totally believe awesome. you. Now we're just both questioning ourselves and our what lives. We've done. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like. Artie, I just want to- Artie, I just want to ask you this one little question. What's the meaning of life? Yeah, <laughs> yeah please. <laughs> help. Please. Please It's help. funny. When people say, it's funny when people want to sign up to have a reading with me because I do half hour, 45 minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they'll say, I'm not sure which one to go with. I got so many things going on. I said, all right. So I jokingly will say, I'll put you down for the day and a half plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably what I need. (laughs) So when did you first realize that you had these intuitive abilities? Uh, When I was 27 years old. Okay. Um, When I was 27, um, I had everything going great in my life. I was married at the time. Um, nice house, lots of friends, financially comfortable, blah, 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 blah. But yet something still wasn't fulfilled within my heart. Something wasn't, I just knew there was something more. <laughs> and I was okay with my marriage. I wasn't overzealous, but it didn't suck. It was, it was all right. Yeah, I'm being honest with you. That's mm-hmm. what we're all That's, aiming for. <laughs> yeah, yeah that but was, it doesn't that suck. Way back when. That was way back when. That was yeah. over 30 years ago. Yeah. So... Yeah. So anyway, so I'm having a conversation with God and I said, God, I need answers. I need clear answers. Please don't scare the hell out of me when you give me these answers. So I go into my kitchen a day later after this conversation and I'm going through my junk mail that's sitting on top of my, the kitchen counter. Usually I don't have pay. I usually just throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. But, you know, I had one of those modes where I'm just reading through everything. Mm-hmm. And this one postcard said, how would you like to develop your psychic and intuitive ability? Join the Edgar Casey Foundation for this one weekend seminar in Virginia Beach. So I looked at it and I, and I said to my wife, who was my wife at the time, I said, this looks really interesting. You want to give this a shot? I said, it looks fun. She says, nah, I don't give a shit about that. She goes, you can go if you want. I'm not interested. And I said, all right. So anyway, so I went away for that one weekend seminar and it literally changed my life forever. So it totally put me on a different path. So there was 50 of us from all different parts of the country in this one room. And uh, they taught you how to open up your heart and mind. And it got you in that Zen mode, in that calming mode. And they did a little speaking and uh, they broke us up into little groups. And they said, whatever you get, just share it with the person. Don't judge anything. Whatever thoughts come into your mind, whatever you're getting from that person, just tell it like it is. And so most people were telling me I was pretty accurate with what I had to tell them. And I couldn't even believe Mm -hmm. that this existed. Wow. And here I am, I'm standing with somebody for the very first time. Right. And doing it time and time again and telling things about themselves that I never even met them. Right, right. As they were doing the same to me. So it was really exciting to me. So I went home and I got myself a deck of spiritual cards. And um, and then I started reading for friends and family for the fun of it for the next few years. Mm-hmm. And again, people were telling me I was pretty accurate. And then um, I got to a point where I needed some extra money in my life. I needed to make some, because for investment purposes, I needed to make some quick bucks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what to do other than the business that 
you know, I owned that I was doing. And so I'm sitting on my couch. I said, you know what? I know how to do readings. I'll throw an ad in the paper. Yeah. And it said, if I don't pull through, no charge. Wow. So 90% of the people paid me. Wow. Mm -hmm. And um, by word of mouth and a little more advertising, 33 years later, 33,000 people later. Wow. Uh, been on many radio stations, uh, been on Fox TV, been on, yeah. uh, performed at casinos. Uh, it was just all like, what a ride. And now I was just asked to do um, cruise lines, to oh, do shows on cruise that's lines. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they said uh, that I can go anywhere I want. They said, or wherever you want to go, whatever cruise line you want to go. She said, she said, we're going to, uh, yeah, we're going to book you and uh, you're going to do shows. It's an said, awesome offering to have it on awesome. a cruise line. Yeah. I, I'd like to be on those cruise lines. Yeah. So, so listen to this. So listen to this. So the Royal Caribbean, mm -hmm. uh, it's from, it's uh, not until next year, May 22nd to May 29th, a seven day cruise uh, to the Bahamas. And so I'm going to be doing three shows, you know, three different nights, three shows connecting to people's loved ones and giving psychic greetings and stuff. And uh, there's going to be one night where we're going to have a spiritual night. And this is something that I thought of. We're going to have a spiritual night where um, people who want to put their loved ones ashes into the ocean. We're going to do a special Oh, that's really that. sweet. Yeah, that's, that's really very nice. nice. Yeah. yeah, so I think that will also help draw in some people. So have uh -huh. a seven-day cruise. Have it. We're going to be cruising, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm wondering what the most interesting or shocking thing is that you've gotten from a reading or that you've predicted or uncovered through your work uh, that you'd be willing to share with us. Well, there's literally thousands, but I do have a favorite yeah, 33, reading. 33,000. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. us your favorite for sure. Yeah. Um, a gentleman came in to see me. Uh, well, he called me up and he sounded really upset and depressed. And he says, Art, I really need to see you. And uh, usually, you know, people have to wait, you know, within a couple of weeks to see me, a week or two or whatever. Um, and he sounded really down and out. He says, I really need to see you. And I said, all right. I said, um, come into my place tomorrow. So he came into my place and uh, very nice guy. And we sat down and um, for whatever reason, I wasn't telling him so much as what the future is, but intuitively I just started talking to him about the meaning of life. Mm -hmm. or I, and I started talking to him about the meaning of his life. And I gave him a really good perception of how I saw his life to be and how he needs to start to relook at his life and life itself and start appreciating all the wonderful things in your life and not just seeing yourself as a victim to circumstances or a victim according to somebody else's, mm. you know, uh, perception. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so after speaking to him about life and about his life, and I gave him a really good, clear understanding about everything. After the reading was over, he gave me a really big hug and he says, Art, thank you. He goes, You saved my life. Mm. And you know, and it's you know, a lot of people say that as a figure of speech, oh wow, you're a lifesaver, you saved my life. Right. I got and I and I smiled and I said, Good, I'm glad I could help. He said, No, you literally saved my life. Yeah. He goes, I wrote a suicide note and I was gonna kill myself. Uh -huh. Wow. Shit. Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning I was gonna kill myself. But now that I spoke with you, you gave me a, a clear vision. 
right. uh, a clear perception. And now I don't want to do it. And now I want to wow. live. And so he said, thank you. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's really fulfilling. Yeah. So that was, that yeah. was, uh, yeah, that was my number one uh, thing. And then um, I had, you know, I wrote two books. Yeah. And one is called, one is called Angels and Answers. Another one is called uh, Have Your Angels Call My Angels. So in one of the books, I told this story, which is the reason why it's in the book, because it's a really interesting story. Uh, but don't worry, there's a lot of other stories. I'm only giving one away. <laughs> so I'm doing a reading for this one lady at an already party. And after the reading was over, and uh, she was kind of snooty the whole time. And so after the reading was over, she says, Art, she goes, you know, I was connecting to her mother. And uh, she says, I'm having a hard time believing that you were actually communicating to my mother. She goes, yeah, it's true. You told me some things that were kind of general, could have had to do with anybody else, but they did have to do with her. She goes, but then there were some specific detailed things that did have to do with her that you were pretty much so on, on track. So I said to her, well, I could only tell you what the spirit world shares with me. I said, but I believe I was communicating with your mother. Mm -hmm. She says, I don't know. So I said, let me look at your mother's picture one more time. Because usually when I communicate to people's deceased loved ones, I ask for a picture, as long as I could see their eyes. Mm -hmm. I said, let me. her reading was already over, and she already pissed me off. So I said, how dare you doubt me? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I said, let me look at your mother's picture one last time. So I look at her mother's picture. I said, your mom is showing me cows. She goes, what do you want me to do with that? I said, I don't know. Your mom is showing me cows. So all of a sudden, in my eye's mind, I started seeing all the cows get up, and they were all mooing. And so I looked at her. I said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but moo. And she started to cry. Oh, my God. And I said, what's the matter? And she points to her mother's picture. She goes, that's her name. I go, what are you talking about? Her name's Muriel, but everyone called her moo. Oh, no way. I said, here's your picture, oh now get God. out of here. <laughs> get out yeah, of here, lady. Get out of here, lady. <laughs> but, but, it, but at least it turned How's a negative into proof? a positive. Yeah, you turned a skeptic into a... somewhat of a believer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really cool. And a lot, of, a lot of times when I give readings, I hear songs in my head. So whatever the song is about, that's what's going on with the person. Or right now, if you could picture what your bedroom looks like or what your kitchen looks like, the image that you have in your head, that's how I see things. And if you, if you have a video of the last time you were on vacation, if you have a video or the last time uh, you were at your parents' house, a little video of what, you know, the last time everyone got together in your head, that's how I see also. The spiritual world will show me a video. All, see, to you, this is all a recall, but for me, it's all spontaneous because it has to do with whoever I'm reading. It has to do with their life. So I just tell them what I see within the video, only it hasn't happened yet. But in my thought, it has happened. It, has that changed at all, like doing virtual stuff during COVID? Like, does that, does your perception and your, like, the, the vivid imagery that you get change through doing readings with people, like, not in person? No, not at all. No, not at all, not right? At all. Oh. Had no, had no bearing on me whatsoever. That's awesome. So, yeah. So wow. um, I was very fortunate. And uh, as a matter of fact, because of all that crap going on, I actually became busier. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. People and are so, looking for yes. advice. Yeah. yeah. And we're not locked down like you guys are. It's like, you know, the restaurants are open. People are having parties and a lot of people are having parties in my private sessions. 
I'm just as accurate over the phone as I am in person. So a lot of people, I've been doing a lot of phone readings. Um, you know, people want to come see me in New Jersey. You know, that's where I live. Oh, you're not that far from us. Yeah, yeah no, just a yeah. hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> yeah, once we're allowed to cross the border, I guess. That's right. So I was wondering if you could walk us through the process that you go through when you're preparing for a reading. I drive. You know, when I drive, I'm always in meditation, okay. always. I drove to North Carolina one time to visit a girl that I was seeing at the time. Uh, she was doing a work project out there. So while I was driving to North Carolina, I did five readings in the car wow. while I was driving. And uh, yeah, I'm very accurate. I'm very accurate when I drive. And I don't even know how I get from point A to point B when I'm driving because I'm like on automatic pilot. I've done that, yeah. And I, I don't get in accidents. I don't get in accidents. I'm very well protected. And, uh, but the trick to that is that I stay about 50 to 100 yards away from the car that's in front of me. I never tailgate mm -hmm. because I always got to give right. myself enough time right. to respond. Yeah, for sure. But who's ever driving with me, they get nervous, but I'm in full <laughs> control. So like I watched What Women Want the other day with Mel Gibson for like the 12th time. Um, and so leading into this conversation, I was like, I wonder if that's what it's like to be psychic. Do you start to like feed off people that you just see on the street? Do you get those vibes intuitively like right away without even speaking to somebody? I do, but you want to know something? Um, my antennas are down all the sure. time. They're only sure. on when I turn it on in the moment. So it's like when I'm out in public, uh, the airport, um, you know, the uh, restaurants, the mall, wherever. I'm just like everybody else. But when yeah. I want to turn it on in the dime, or if I want to impress somebody on the dime, I could I could turn it on in the dime and then the angels start, start telling me yeah. stuff. Is, is your mom still around? Mine? Yeah. <laughs> she is. She is, yes. Because uh, I feel like you, you want her really bad or you want something from her really bad. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So um, she lost her mom last year, and I literally just said about an hour ago, um, I feel like when my mom lost her mom, I lost my mom. Yeah, because I hear mom, I want my mom, I want my mom. I kept hearing you say that in my thoughts, my mom. Yeah. Don't cry, because I'm going to cry. I love you. Oh. <laughs> um. No, that's just weird. I was literally talking to Marie like right before this call about her too. So that's... And she hears you every time you talk to her. Yeah. And she loves you so much. And she said, you have nothing to worry about. She said, stop being silly. You jump to conclusions. You're always worried about what if, what if, what if, what if. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'm and like, you're, you get to be overzealous. I, I feel like my mom does that more. And then I end up... And that's who I'm talking about because um, I read people through people also. Yeah, that's my mom. So I'm always struggling and battling with her uh about that it's always like her negativity and me being like that tension is like now it makes me want to just walk away yeah you need yeah you need to stop giving a shit so much yeah. so if she wants to be like that just be like yeah that that's just it don't even give a shit so much uh-huh <laughs> so yeah that's crazy um that's literally what's been on my mind the last like two three hours yeah, like non-stop so, yeah, so, yeah, that's so wild wow. so but when i'm out and about i'm like you know i just you know i'm just like everybody else and because i don't want to pick up on everybody else's energy uh my memory yeah my memory on the most part really sucks but it sucks with a purpose because um, if I was to um, 
remember or or pick up on everybody's energy around me, I'd be a basket case. And a lot of people suffer from depression or they have physical ailments. Right. Because you're picking up on everybody else's crap. Right. No, absolutely. I so so that's why I am the way that I am. I mean, the girl that I was just seeing, um, who again yesterday, you know, we're no longer. Um, she's incredibly intuitive. I mean, but she's on 24 oh. seven mm. and she was upset with me at the fact that I'm not on 24 seven. I said, I don't want to be on. She says, you have no choice. She's British. You have no, <laughs> you, you have no say in it. You have no it's say in it. It's your obligation. <laughs> it's your obligation. It's your, it's your God giving gift. You're on 24 seven. I said, no, I'm not. I said, I'm not on right now. I'm sorry. It's not who I am. That might be you, but it ain't me. <laughs> right. No, I can only imagine. It's exhausting. taking on a lot of people's... Yeah, that's taking on a lot. It's like therapists taking on every single client's like, well, that's why a lot of therapists need their own therapists. Yeah, most therapists do see therapists. Now, the interesting thing is that, um, you know, growing up through junior high and high school, I always wanted to become a therapist. Mm. I thought I would be great at it, but I sucked at school. I was It was great social breeding ground for me, you know, mm -hmm. very well liked. I had friends <laughs> and quit all over, even the teachers liked me. But um, um, they thought I spoke too much, but... Uh, you know, it was my captive audience. So, you know, I joked around a lot. But any case, um, yeah, so I sucked with school. And so the only way I was passing is if my friends uh, around me were helping me out here or there. So, but I was a very average student when it came to being a student. So um, what happened was um, in my book, I didn't go to college. In my book, it says I went to the University of Maryland and Boston for two years, but that was just to visit my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so after God, yeah, after God gave me this beautiful gift and I've learned to develop it more and more, um, the interesting thing is I now have therapists who come wow. see me for answers. That's awesome. So there you go. Because, because I mean, people call me their psychic counselor. Right. Uh, uh, People have said to me, I am their B12 psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I am their psychic B12. I energize people. So I would probably say the greatest gift that I give to other people is that I give people back their power. And um, I help them see a healthy point of view. So even if their life might suck in the moment, I will help them see things through a healthier perspective so that they could better the quality of their life. You're not stuck only if you want to be stuck. You're really not stuck. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people think they are stuck. I said, you're only stuck because of your um, choices mm -hmm. in life. Right. I said, but people have what's known as golden handcuffs. Golden handcuffs is when you're in a job or a relationship you don't like, but the benefits are just good enough That's it me. keeps you there. It's <laughs> the that job. I am. <laughs> so it's that emotional. My, job, my husband's lovely. <laughs> it's that emotional connection that... Um, keeps people at their job it could be whether it be the money whether it be the benefits whether it be uh with their relationship it could be about i don't want to be alone it could be about the sex it could be about whatever it is mm -hmm. it could be for financial codependence 
but I can't stand you. I hate you, but yet I'm still there. Or I, I can't stand my job, but I'm yeah. still there. Yeah. So again, it's by mm -hmm. your choices. And what happens, what keeps people from, from moving ahead is that when you're going through a transition in life, there's a lot of inconveniences that could happen. You know, you're not going to be as comfortable emotionally or financially, but if it means to gain back your confidence, your self-fulfillment, your happiness, but so many people are afraid to be alone. But the truth of the matter is it's more lonely to be alone in a relationship than it is to be alone yeah, to be alone. That's true. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But so many people are afraid just to be out on their own, but it's better because you call your own shots. And in, you know, how many times have you gone home to your partner and you feel like you're walking on eggshells? Oh God. Yeah. My, a, my ex was all I was about like, that. No, not me. Sorry. Can't <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. can't like, relate. She probably comes home and is like, Oh shit. <laughs> so oh, so one of the, so one of the issues that you're dealing with, one of the issues is that you're trying to cram in too much at one time. <laughs> you're trying to accomplish too much at one time. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> the absolute Marie's pregnant right now, yeah. by the way. Oh, okay. Cool. Thanks. Congratulations. Yeah. Just cramming it all in the next four and a half months. Just yeah. Everything done. <laughs> Grass does not grow underneath your feet. You go from the mm -hmm. moment you wake up to the yeah. time you go to bed. And probably if you did not need to sleep, we all need to sleep. But if you did not need to sleep, you'd probably end up staying yeah. up later and later just to go on. Like, because there's just so much you want to do. But it's like, I have to. Otherwise, I'll be worthless yeah. the next day. Yeah. So you kind of force yourself mm -hmm. to sleep even when you don't want to, but you force yourself just so you can have some kind of energy mm -hmm. for the next day. And those few times where you do run on very little sleep, oh, you pay yeah. for it the next Big day. Time. Especially yeah. with the baby now. Yeah, and then everybody else around you pays, and then everyone else around you pays for they it. They sure do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh man, so, yeah, that, that's pretty yeah. accurate. Um, I actually wanted to go back to your books that we were talking about earlier. So like we said before, um, you've got Have Your Angels, Call My Angels, and Angels and Answers. And so we were wondering what had motivated you to write them and if you have any other books that you're planning on writing. Um, well, with I promise you, everyone who's listening, and I promise you also, that whoever reads my books, you're going to think that I wrote that book specifically for you. Mm -hmm. I talk so deep about life itself, about God, about relationships, about relationships within yourself, relationships with your parents, relationships with your friends, relationship with your partner, relationship with your kids. Um, it's all about building self-confidence within yourself. And I talk about deep subjects, but I explain things very, very simplistically. And each book will take anybody, if you just consistently read the book, Little by little, it consistently will take you about an hour to two hours to complete oh, either okay. book. Wow. Even if you're a slow reader. Um, but I, I really don't. I'm not saying because I just wrote it. Um, no, that's not true. No, I'm only kidding. But, uh, no. <laughs> no, but I promise you, it really is going to make a huge difference in your life. So if you went to artiehoffman.com or if you went to amazon.com where you could buy anything there, mm -hmm. um, and order those two books. Uh, again, have your angels call my angels or angels and answers. Um, they will make a big difference. And you're going to go, oh, this is why 
uh, good things happen to bad people. And this oh, is why I want to know. know. Um, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to buy these. Books. Yeah. And this is why, <laughs> and this is why, you know, bad things happen to good people. And, you know, so I explain about a lot of things, but again, a lot of it has to do with your self-respect and self-love mm -hmm. of yourself. Right. You know, and people re will respect you as much as you respect mm -hmm. yourself. So if you want to be respected in a certain fashion, you need to treat yourself in that way. Right. Yeah. So what's your take then when you have these parties and like you've get, got skeptics in the crowd? Like how do you handle that? And like I love skeptics. You love it. Okay. I love skeptics. We should have invited Damien. Because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should. Yeah. No. Skeptics are great because um, they have no expectations. Right. And so they go, yeah, whatever, whatever, right. you know, what do you got? Or, you know, what can you do? And then all of a sudden, because they have no expectations, it just, boom. The people who expect a lot, like, oh, my God, you're so, and they like, they want, but they want to hear what they want to hear. Mm. So even though, even though I will tell them a bunch of detailed stuff and say, oh, but you didn't mention the nickname that my dad used to mm -hmm. say to me, or you didn't mention, I said, all right, well, so I suck. What can I tell you? <laughs> so... So I'm at this restaurant with my wife, again, when I was married at the time, I'm at this one restaurant and we're sitting at a two table uh, table, you know? And so right next to us, there was like an eight party uh, person, you know, set up. There was eight people sitting right next to us all at one table. And so what happened was, um, you know, my, my wife went to the bathroom and the lady looked over to me and says, oh, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. And so I made a comment uh, to, uh, to, according to their conversation. And they said, how did you know that? And I said, well, I'm a psychic. And they, she went to the rest of the day. Oh, my God, this guy's a psychic. Well, okay. And of course, the, uh, you know, so the guy at the all the way at the other end of the table says, ah, that's all bull crap. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, they mentioned some some famous people. And that's like, ah, oh, they're all bull crap. And, you know, they have people in the audience and they and they scout them and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I said, well, what do you think about this person, that person? I said, I think they're pretty talented, to be honest with you. I, I said, you know, as far as what goes on behind the scenes, I don't know that. But, well, the guy was, again, very skeptic. He says, oh, you could just email or Google people. Like, I mean, email people or, or uh, you know, look up um, their information like, like that. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I don't know. I said, I never do because I suck with the uh, cyberspace. I was going to say, stuff, Artie, so. I don't believe that that's something you're capable of. Um, no. After I mean, the, really, the login. You are, we are living proof. Yeah. Yeah. I can assure so, everyone listening, Artie is not <laughs> going to find your social media. That's right. <laughs> stalk you. Yeah. That's right. Was that half hour later? <laughs> I, I found you. Mm -hmm. I found you. So the funny thing is, is so the guy says, well, you think you can read me? I said, yeah. I says, come over here. So he walks around the table and uh, I said, give me your keys or your jewelry or something to hold on to your watch or your keys. So he gives it to me and I'm holding on to it. And I said, you're looking for a very expensive piece of jewelry. You're misplaced a, mis uh, a piece of jewelry. I said, and you're going frantic looking for it. And, um, he goes, oh, my God. He goes, my mother's diamond ring. She goes, I had it on the bathroom sill. Oh, no. And, like, all of a sudden, it's not there. Shit. He goes, I've been looking for it, like, for the last few days. I said, did you have helpers in the house? He goes, yeah. He says, I'm having some construction work done within my house. I said, they Fuck. took it. Oh, no. Sorry. And 
And, and so he goes, oh my God, he goes, how did you know that? I said, it was easy. I just Googled your information. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get that information from Google. So anyway, well, he's yeah. standing right in front of yes. me. So. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> so then he goes, can you do that again? I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he gave me, again, he gave me his uh, keys. And uh, so I said, you're going to be switching insurance companies. I see you going through papers and you're, you're contemplating switching insurance companies. I don't know if it's for your car or your health. He goes, my boss today just gave us all the employees a new set of papers. And either we could stick with what we got oh my God. Or, we, or we could transfer wow. over to the other place. And I said, and I said to him, I said, you're going to want to transfer. It's a better deal for you. Oh. He goes, how oh did you gosh. know that? That's crazy. I said, I told you, I just Googled your information. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> That's wild. That's amazing. That's yeah, amazing. that really is. So going back, actually, you had mentioned, it's funny, you mentioned that the guy was name dropping specific people who claim to have abilities because we've done some episodes about, we call them like psychic frauds. Um, the people we talk about are usually people who have been debunked. I'm talking like the like true crime aspects where they'll say, oh, your child is dead. And then we find out like Sean Hornbeck was a, was an example. You find out he was kidnapped and had Stockholm syndrome. He was alive. Um, do you think that these individuals, these psychics believe that they have the psychic abilities, but they're really bad at their work? Or do you think that they know what they're doing and they're just looking for fame and fortune in the wrong place? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. Perfect. Good answer. <laughs> no, it's all yeses because everybody has a different, uh, you know, everybody, you know, you have your, your, you have your true blue psychics and then you have your psychics who are really gifted, but that use it to manipulate people. And then you have people who pretend they're psychic and just know how to play the game or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you have different people right. of all different genres um, who is, like I said, who's like either really good or they suck or they are really good. And, you know, I do things with everything with the white light. I do everything with the best of intentions. And then there are other people right. who uh, take advantage. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, so the yes best, to all of the above. Yeah. So, yeah. so the best uh, the best way to get someone is through a recommendation, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Um, yes. Can sure. you find somebody on your own and you just hit pot luck and you just happen to find a really, really good psychic? Yeah, you can, of course, mm -hmm. but you could also, um, you know, hit anyone. Let me tell you this. Anyone who says who advertises $5 specials or $10 specials, they are not true blue at all. Mm -hmm. You get nothing right. for five ten dollars. That's just to draw you in, and then they um, tell you a couple of general things. Maybe they might be a little specific because the dark side is very good at is also very talented. The dark side, but then they tell you, oh, somebody, there's a cloud over you, and there's a mm -hmm. curse on you, and for fifty eight thousand mm -hmm. dollars, I will remove the curse and I will help you. Yes, yes. So the yes. person who yes. put the That's curse on you. The person who put the curse on you is the person who just told you that somebody put a curse on you because your mind believes mm -hmm. what it hears. And so you right. start, it starts becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. Sure. Yeah. Yep. That so, makes sense. so do you think you, can you, can you spot a psychic fraud? Like, would you be able to spot someone bullshitting in, in a, in a room of people or not, not, no, not you, until I 
personally experience them. It's like, I can't look at someone and say, yeah. oh, they're bullshit. I mean, am I a good judge of character? I am. But, of but course. Not like, I mean, I am the coolest girl in Canada. Of course. Of course. You are a good <laughs> yes, judge of character. I just needed to verify something you already knew. I was just confirming right. it. So, so long as your partner in life just is along with the program. Then oh, they golden. know. Yeah. <laughs> I am really cool. I don't give a crap what the hell you say. <laughs> don't piss me off because yeah. I'll just outcool you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what are the most common questions people come to you for? Oh, this is really funny. You're going to laugh at this. Okay. So I have a Facebook live show that I do every Sunday night, mm -hmm. 8 p.m. Eastern time. It's called Angels and Answers. So people, okay. when they come onto my show, um, onto the Facebook live show, they type in their questions. I, I, I allow people to ask me one specific question or if you want to try to communicate to a deceased loved one. So it makes me laugh when women will, will Google, will, will, will you know, uh, type in their question, Artie, do you see me getting pregnant soon? And I said, yeah, when you mm -hmm. stop watching my show and get in the bedroom, I said, your odds go way up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, I didn't realize, I guess that is a common question. Cause I know Marie, I you went to a psychic when you were yeah, trying we were to. Yeah, we were having some issues and I had, I had seen two women in private readings over the course of a few years. And then the last woman, she was a, she came to, we did a live event for the podcast and she came to offer readings uh, to the guests of the podcast that were there. And Every single one of them was like, I see you getting pregnant. It's not going to be for a little while. You're very stressed out about it. Um, relax. It is going to happen when it's supposed to happen. It, like, I see you being a mom. It's just going to take a while. And all of them were right. It took a, about a, like two, one or two years, one and a half years, I'd say, from beginning to end of it. Stress could um, block everything from happening. Yeah. Yeah, mine was like a medical. Yeah. Mine was like a medical reason, but also one of the ladies told me she was like, "I see issues with your health regarding this. Like there are there's certain vitamins you should be taking." Like she was naming, I I just vividly remember her saying B12 vitamins. Other than that, there was I can't remember. She gave me like a list of things, and it she makes was me right. laugh because earlier I said I'm your psychic B12. You did, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Um, but yeah, so I have. I have asked that question to at least three people and all of them came back with the same answer. So, <laughs> you know, people want to know yeah. about their love life uh, is, is huge. You know, should I stay with the bum? Uh, who do you see coming to me in my future? Uh, blah, blah. I feel like if you're asking that question, that's like, that's just your answer. Like, come on. You so, know the answer already. <laughs> you know the answer if you're asking that question. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes... Um, on the most part, that's true, but there are a few exceptions to the rule uh, because mm -hmm. of circumstances. Uh, people want to know, is it worth waiting for the person? Like if the person's already married and they're going through a breakup or they're having a hard time, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, it's like, okay. um, and, and they're not able to get out as soon as they would like because of financial sure. reasons or because of other emotional reasons or because of the kids or whatever, whatever. Uh, the dynamic is good between the couples. Uh, it's really good. But is it worth waiting for? Is it going to, you know, some people say, uh, you know, am I going to have to wait forever or will it be happening soon? Or, and again, every single situation is different. Sometimes it's not mm -hmm. worth waiting at all. 
Other times it's worth waiting. And, you know, it's just the matter. If you're going to play the second fiddle for a while and being patient, then, um, yeah, you just need, you just need to be patient. And if you don't have the patience wow, yeah. and it's going to drive you into bitchhood, then you need to get out. Yeah. Because it's, dry, sure. it's making you feel insecure and your self-confidence goes away. And, um, you know, but again, every single relationship is different as far as uh, what can happen or what should you go to counseling or maybe it won't even help at all or whatever, whatever. Have you ever done a reading for someone that you're like, I just don't even want to help this person? Like, I just feel they don't deserve it. Oh, yeah. I've been with a couple, you know, schmucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the person as a person before they yeah. even speak, mm -hmm. you know, you get a vibe, you know, but it's like 0.1% of that, you know, okay. but it does yeah. it exist. I mean, there are times where I've gone into people's homes where the, the home was nice. The people were nice. I, the moment I walked into the house, I just wanted to get out. I, I couldn't wait to get out. I, I just didn't like the vibe. I couldn't mm -hmm. stand, I couldn't stand the energy of the people. And, and they were nice to me and, and the house is beautiful, you know, and that's happened a few times, but I've been in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes, you know? So, yeah. but there's that, there's that small percentage that, you know, Hey, shit happens, you know, whatever. <laughs> and with all the people that I meet, but on the most part, even somebody who's really down and out, um, I could see the beauty in someone that they can't see for themselves. And that's what I really love right. to do when somebody's really down and out and I give them inspiration. Um, I don't like the word hope at all. I don't like the word hope. I like the word faith because when you say hope, that leaves an option for failure. I hope yeah. I win. I hope uh, they, they, uh, they get the job. I, or I hope I get the job. I hope, I hope whatever. No, I don't hope I am going to get the job. I will be in a loving relationship. I will be successful. That's faith. That's known as blind faith. I believe and love the word faith, hope, hope is only good when you have no control over the situation. Say, I hope things work out mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. That's when I like, I wish the best for you. Right. So, sure. but when it comes to yeah. your own destiny, when it comes to your own life and stuff, I hate the word hope. Don't like it at all, but I am going to, you claim it as if it's already happening. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. It might not happen now. It might not happen with him or with her or whatever, whatever, but it is going to happen. Right. And that's the true sign of a Leo. That is. It, this is the, yeah, that's the thing. I've always, I've never really gone to, I've seen one psychic in my life and she was actually really good. She basically predicted COVID before yeah, it happened. When I, when I, she didn't tell me there was going to be a virus, <laughs> but she did say that I was going to be working home for a year and a half in four to six months from that point. And five months later, we were locked down in COVID. I was working from home. I've been working from home for 15 months and she, a bunch of other stuff. So I was like, you know what? That's, that's cool. That's really cool. But for the most part, I like to assert my own destiny and, and not look for others for that. I don't, I don't, I don't like the word hope either because I feel like hope shows that shows you aren't confident in your, your abilities to it do shows it. Doubt. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So if exactly. you want something, go for it, the end. And then just pay attention mm -hmm. to the signs. It doesn't mean just because you're not succeeding right away doesn't mean you shouldn't have it. It just means you have to maybe rework the energy or rework with certain people or certain parts of what you got going on 
to get what it is you want. And God does put, you know, certain holdoffs on you because um, you need to rework what you got rather than keep on pushing harder. You know, and and I'll give you a, a really clear example. It's almost like I want that Mercedes, that convertible Mercedes. I had my eye on that convertible Mercedes. And uh, it's great that you got it, but the engine runs like crap. So you're better off with a brand new gorgeous Honda Accord or something like that. And uh, because it's very reliable, it's great on gas, and it won't cost as much when it breaks down. But no, but I want this car so bad. And then it ends up being a a clunk. And it's the same thing with a love life. You want so bad that person to be. You have a fantasy of how you want that person to be, but you're not accepting that person for who they are. And so you Mm -hmm. want what you want from them to find out they are not that person. And then you end up getting the brunt from your own expectations because you're putting up false expectations that doesn't exist within the person or the relationship. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Totally. So I've got one last question on this list of questions to ask you, but a few years ago I had some experiences in my home that I'm living in and I want to know who was in my house, <laughs> like what spirit was in here and what, what did they want? Cause they're gone now. I'm pretty sure. But I still don't know who it was. In the house that you were in before? No, this one that I'm in right now. I don't know the detail of the person, but I do feel like it was an older woman. An older woman. Okay. I feel like it was an older, I feel like it was an older woman. Yeah. She had a very strong personality too. She had a very strong personality. Seemed like it from what I was experiencing. And I, yeah, no, no. She had a lot of heartache in her life. In okay. that house, she had a lot of heartache in her life. In that house, okay. And and I, but I feel like it was an older woman. Okay. Was this the one that you thought someone brought in? With I wasn't them? sure if I wasn't sure if someone brought them in. Um, I had mm. somebody come in to again be on the podcast, but when, it was when we could do face to face. I don't feel like it was from your family members. Yeah. I don't feel like this... it was from your family members. I felt okay. like it was connected with the house. Okay. So yeah. So we, this house was owned by my grandparents before I lived here, but prior to them, I don't know who owned it before they owned it. So I'm assuming it was someone prior to them. I I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like it was a family member. I feel like it was somebody Mm -hmm. from, uh, from, yeah, from yesteryears. Okay. Probably. And they're probably just like, who are you? These other people lived here for 45 years. What the hell are you doing here? Okay. Something you're pretty close to that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So are there any tips that listeners should know before they visit a psychic to get the best reading that they can get? Anybody who tells you that somebody put a curse on you, leave. Anybody who Mm -hmm. tells you or tries to predict how long you're going to live, leave. I never predict deaths. You know, mm-hmm. unless if somebody's already in hospice or you're taking care of somebody and it's inevitable, but if somebody predicts your death or predicts, um, like I said, something morbid or, or somebody put a curse on you, just say thank you, but no thanks and just leave because it's, you're wasting your time and money. Good advice. Try, like I said before, go with somebody, try to go with somebody through a recommendation, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, that's probably your best bet. Um, if you see the purple light in the windows, psychic or whatever. Oh yeah. Special yeah. offers, stay away. <laughs> Buyer beware. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, um, that's fair. So, but I'm going to leave you girls with this thought and your audience with this thought. The mm -hmm. love and respect that you give is the love and respect that you deserve. And if you keep on putting up with other people's crap while you're still staying there and you're still putting up and still putting up, well, then it's your fault too because you keep on accepting it. That's true. Artie, I know that you're not super avid on social media, but where can people find you? No, that um, I have. I have a few assistants and they take care of all my social media. You do. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell us so go that to, our listeners yeah, can find go you. ArtieHoffman.com. Um, mm -hmm. I have a lot of shows and I have a lot of YouTubes. You're going to love it. I have, I really do. I have a lot of YouTubes that you will love. Um, and, um, you know, I speak about different aspects of life too. And a lot of aha moments with that. Um, I also place events where I'm going to be. Um, if you wanted a, a private reading with me or have an Artie party or whatever. Uh, and I do public speakings. Um, you can go to Artie Hoffman at Gmail. Or you can call me at 732. No, 1-900. I'm only kidding. Call 732. <laughs> yeah, 1-900. Yeah, baby, baby. Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Yeah, yeah, baby, baby. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, it's called seventh grade, awesome. 732. This is the real number 732 778 7173. So that's the number to reach awesome. me at. So, awesome. yeah, so check out my social Perfect. media and, and Instagram. I'm on Instagram. So, I, I, I leave uh, inspirational messages every single morning on my uh, Facebook, Artie Hoffman or Angels and Answers. Um, I have inspirational mm -hmm. messages that I start people off with every single day. And um, also on my Instagram, there's uh, beautiful messages that I start off every day. So, um, well, we're going to go follow well, you there. Thank you, yeah. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Okay. Thank, thank you so you much, so Artie, much. for joining us and answering so many yeah. questions and making you me You guys have been marvelous. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, we loved having you. Yeah. That's showbiz, yeah, baby. Stay spooky, everyone. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 